Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 224. Don't have much to say this time. I know I was going to talk about magic, but I sort of wasn't feeling into it, and so I didn't really get all that into it. Plus, it's the last week of school, so I had that kind of craziness going on. Plus, as you might be able to hear, I have been super sick. I don't know if it's a cold or allergies or what, but that's got my brain kind of going, so my brain isn't working right, so it's not very good with new information and such. So I knew whatever I did was not really going to stick. I did take a quick peek at it though, so I have a few super quick thoughts about that. And then I have some thoughts about the veteran rank stuff in Elder Scrolls Online as I hit max and started doing that. But that's all I have for this time. Hopefully, you'll enjoy the show. So I took a very quick look at Magic Duels. It seems like a really good translation of Magic. As I said, it's probably evolved from Magic Online. And then for quite a number of years, they had Duels of the Planeswalkers going, which was sort of a re-envisioning of that in terms of the UI and the speed and trying to speed up the game and make it a bit more animated and a bit more interesting. So it seems like just a touch of an evolution on that. As I mentioned, it's free to play so anyone can get into it. I did briefly take a peek at the cash shop. There is a, a coin system. And I don't know how many coins you'll get after the initial sort of training and interaction stuff. Because you get coins for that. So I don't know you know, how you get coins after that quite yet. But I'm sure you can and... Eventually, you know, you can get extra packs. I got 30 for doing the first quest, which was, I think, about 15 or 20 minutes of really just basic training stuff. So, I don't know how quickly you accumulate coins, but it seems like it might be kind of slow. Like I said, I haven't gotten that into it, so I don't really know. My first quick peek, which was probably less than half an hour, was pretty much the first sort of main training thing you do. And it basically teaches you, you know, these are cards and you get the cards and you tap the cards to summon stuff and then you can attack and this is how you block and just really basic stuff. As the previous incarnations have sort of had, this one too seemed a bit, I don't quite know how to describe it. Maybe stale might be kind of a word that could describe it. It's Presented more as like a simulator than an actual video game. And I guess that's probably pretty accurate to representing, you know, a physical card game that in and of itself is fairly slow paced and has a lot of sort of strategy and less action than other video games. 
But for someone who is new to it, it probably will still seem really slow. And it's still not all that interesting to watch. And one of the big things that's held Magic back from getting really big is it's, you know, watching a card game. It's not terribly interesting to watch unless you know all the cards and what the people are doing and how they built their decks and you understand all this stuff. You're just like, you know, you watch it and it's not very interesting to you. Same kind of feel comes off here. It's not a whole lot faster paced. It's it's kind of about what I recall the last duel of the Planeswalkers being like. But it seemed very sort of static and slow going and it didn't really seem all that interesting to me. I mean, you know, I've played Magic before so I know roughly what it is. But it always just seems kind of overwhelming and this felt kind of the same. Granted, I did sort of skip past where I was supposed to go and sort of took a peek at the store and got the free starter pack, which looked like it was about 300 cards. And it had, uh, from what I glanced, a pretty even distribution between the different colors. But to a new player, again, granted, I skipped past that. You're supposed to go through all the tutorial stuff before you do that. But it seemed really, really, really daunting. There were probably maybe 40 cards of each color, at least. And that's not counting, you know, multiples, because that's, you know, each one has like three or four multiples you get. But it seemed just like a huge number of cards and really complicated. And it seemed like something, you know, really, really great in terms of a simulator for somebody who's been playing a physical version of it. And maybe they want to play you know, online with more people and get into more matches. And it'd be something really good for them to get into. But as always with kind of any magic product, it seems like there's just so much there. To a new player, it'd probably seem very daunting and very complicated and just too much to absorb. Again, I'll get into the tutorial more later, talk about it probably more next week or maybe the week after, depending on how I feel. Because like I said, my brain is just bleh from this cold. So it's no good for absorbing and analyzing anything new. But a quick peek, you know, it's free to play. So if you're into magic at all, you might want to go check it out. If not, if you're looking for something faster and probably easier to get into, again, I would probably still recommend Hearthstone over magic. Even though this is also free to play like Hearthstone is. I don't know, I, th- I think for somebody who isn't into a collectible card game, I think Hearthstone is a lot faster and easier to understand, you know, mechanically and, and try and figure out how things work. And it's certainly much more interesting to watch because it is designed, you know, as a video game instead of, you know, as a card game first and then pulled into a video game. But as I said before, you know, if you're into Magic the Gathering, you might want to check it out, it's free, so... There's no point not checking it out. And maybe that will be a cool thing for you.
So after quite a bit of playing Elder Scrolls Online, I don't know how much, I'd probably say eight plus hours a day since I got it every day, which is quite a lot, maybe maybe even more than that. I have gotten to the veteran rank levels, and the basic game goes from 1 to 50, and then you have currently 14 veteran ranks, which is changing to 16 when the Imperial City downloadable content comes out which I don't think is out yet. And that's not a huge deal for me, because apparently you have to be max level at Veteran 14 for that to be, you know, something you can play in, because the added content is all for super, super, super high-end players. So, I don't know, maybe I'll get there by the time it comes out, maybe not. But it's kind of PvP-focused, so I'm not really probably going to be all that into it. Might be something i check out, maybe not. I'll need to find a guild or at least, you know, solid people interested in doing it that would group with me. Otherwise, you know, there's no point in getting into PvP. Because solo is just dumb. You just get killed. But something I found very curious is up through, you know, 1 to 50, you're getting into bigger and bigger levels and sort of more and tougher challenges where you're getting sort of bigger populations as you go up. There's sort of a bulk around, I think, the 30-ish area, but that's because it's sort of a major hub where people are going of all levels. So it's kind of a, a bit more activity in that zone. But there's more players, there's more activity, there's more things going on, and the story is getting more and more epic. And then when you complete the main story, I think I've seen some people around 47 who completed it. I actually didn't complete it until I had actually hit 50 and gone a little bit beyond. Because I'm sort of a completionist, so I was doing like every quest I found in every zone. But after you complete that, and you basically defeat a god, it's a Daedric prince in the game, that's what they call them, it's basically a lower level god. <laughs> you go through all of that stuff, get more and more and more and more epic, you defeat the god, and then basically the game says, hey, you've done this really awesome crazy thing. Now we're going to send you to the zones of the other factions, and you're going to pay through basically what is their version of the story. So you've gone from really epic thing, fighting really massive battles, killing a god, to... Hey, my dog is lost. Can you go find my dog? Oh, hey, my brother got captured by a bandit. And they're over there, over the hill. Can you go rescue him? And on top of that, now that you've actually completed the story, there's virtually nobody in these zones. So I was going from zones which had pretty much, I don't know, a few dozen to maybe three or four dozen people that I would see at a time to basically nobody. I'll see maybe one thing pop up in chat every, like, hour and a half. And it's like, if I see another person in the area I'm in, it's like, oh my god, there's another person. It's like, a big deal. So, I don't know what the developers were thinking, but getting up to this really, really epic level where there's more and more people all the time, and then separating all the players out into these basically just reproductions of the other faction's zone just scaled up to the epic level really doesn't make any sense because now 
I'm isolated, I'm alone, there's like nobody around, I'm doing very non-epic things. So in terms of pacing, it's like, what just happened? It's like being in a race and going faster and faster and faster, and all of a sudden slowing down, and now you're cruising by and waving at all the fans and not racing anymore, and there's no fans that care anymore, the sidelines are empty. So, I don't know, that's a really weird pacing choice. There's still a lot of stuff to do, and I do port back to an area that has people all the time to do my crafting stuff and sell and just kind of chill for a while. And you never know, I, I might still someday find a guild and have guild people to hang out with and do stuff with, and that would be awesome. But I don't know, in, in terms of pacing, it seems really weird, because now I feel lonely and I feel isolated like all the time because there's nobody around anymore and yet I'm at the veteran rank where there's supposed to be you know the most people so it's this really weird speed bump I have a feeling once I go through the other factions sort of starting areas they're putting me through I'll probably cycle back around to the popular areas again but it just seemed like a really really weird choice in terms of pacing I don't know what they were thinking. I would have much preferred, you know, a neutral area that I go to where all the factions are, you know, not in a PvP way, but, you know, sort of a shared neutral area. I would prefer something, you know, that continued the epicness and that continued the high-scale kind of conflict as opposed to slowing it down. It's like, you know, if I wanted to slow down and go back to the pace of a starting game, I would have just started an alt in that faction instead of, you know, continuing my high-level character. So no, no, I guess I'm just rambling about nothing. But it seems like a very odd choice to me. I still love the game, still have a lot of fun. Like I said, hopefully I'll find a guild and do, you know, high-level stuff again and not feel so isolated by myself in these areas. But I still think it's probably one of the funnest MMOs I've played. It's a bit more action-y. It's... Kind of button clicky, your fingers get a little bit more tired than other games. Certainly a lot more moving around. I I have almost no interest in healing here. Whereas other games, you know, I I would typically try healing. But the healing... But the combat is is so fast and chaotic. And I don't know if it's because I'm getting old or if it's just super fast for me. But it's just not something I would be interested in healing in. And I'm sick, so I have no attention span, and I don't even know why I'm talking about healing anymore. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But I do love it. There's there's lots to do still. It just seems a really odd choice in terms of pacing and in terms of, you know, the social isolation of building up the population in this kind of way, and then now you're separating them. It seems kind of a really weird choice. Far over the misty mountains cold To dungeons deep and caverns old We must awake at break of day Find our long forgotten.
So that's it for this rambling. I guess it was a lot longer than I thought it would be. I thought it'd just be a couple minutes. Probably a lot of it will get cut. And probably a lot of it's just me rambling, not making any sense because I'm sick. And my brain can only remember about a minute of what's been going on. So probably some of what I said doesn't make a lot of sense. I think part of why I'm sick and have been sick for, I don't know, two or three weeks now is because of stress. You know, super, super stressful. I got a little bit of donations, so I have a quarter tank of gas, but that's not going to last very long. That's about a week worth of gas. And I haven't really gotten that many donations lately, so I'm getting very worried about that. Because I do need to keep getting donations so I can keep getting gas. And, you know, there's those bigger costs coming up, like school just ended today. And so, you know, I got to sign up for next quarter. Otherwise, financial aid people will start getting mad at me and going crazy. As long as I'm in school, you know, I, I can tell them, no, no, I'm in school. And they back off and it's cool. But, you know, I have to have the money to sign up for that. And I don't have any of that money. So that would be very nice to get donations for that. As well as, you know, gas. I need gas. And still, you know, there's always the bigger upcoming costs like car insurance and eventually I'll run out of contacts and I'll need more contacts. And there's, you know, critical things like my shoes are super bad. I need new shoes. So I definitely need a lot of help and donations and hanging on to life and hope until I can get back on my feet and, you know, have a job and have my own income again. Hopefully there are enough people out there to help me and care about me to keep me going. But all I can do is keep asking for help and ask people to pass on the word and ask people they know for help. And just try and hang on to hope that some help will come. But that's it for this time. Hopefully I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. Sometimes I'd stay up all night Wishing to God that I was the one who died And sometimes there's not enough time But I didn't know I loved you so much I didn't know I loved you so much I didn't know I loved you so much probably cycle back around to the popular areas again but it seems you have been listening to rabbit's ramblings if you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type rabbits ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. 
You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2015 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.